Today in Security from Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Today in security from Wired. Feds alleged destructive Russian hackers targeted U.S. refineries. The Justice Department unsealed indictments against four alleged Russian hackers said to have targeted U.S. energy infrastructure for nearly a decade by Andy Greenberg. For years, hackers behind the malware known as Triton and Trisis have stood out as a uniquely dangerous threat to critical infrastructure. A group of digital intruders who attempted to sabotage industrial safety systems with physical, potentially catastrophic results Now the U.S. Department of Justice has put a name to one of the hackers in that group and confirmed that their targets included a U.S. company that owns multiple oil refineries. Just days after the White House warned of potential cyber attacks on U.S. critical infrastructure by the Russian government in retaliation for new sanctions against the country, the Justice Department unsealed a pair of indictments that together outline a years-long campaign of Russian hacking of U.S. energy facilities. In one set of charges filed in August 2021, authorities named three officers of Russia's FSB intelligence agency accused of being members of a notorious hacking group known as Berserk Bear, Dragonfly 2.0, or Havix, known for targeting electrical utilities and other critical infrastructure worldwide and widely suspected of working in the service of the Russian government. The second indictment, filed in June 2021, levels charges against a member of an arguably more dangerous team of hackers, a Russian group known variously as the Triton or Trisis actor, Xenotime or Temp.Veles. That second group didn't merely target energy infrastructure worldwide, but also took the rare step of inflicting real disruption in the Saudi oil refinery Petrol Rabih in 2017, infecting its networks with potentially destructive malware and, the indictment alleges for the first time, attempting to break into a U.S. oil refining company with what appeared to be similar intentions. At the same time, a new advisory from the FBI Cyber Division warns that Triton remains a threat and that the hacker group associated with it continues to conduct activity targeting the global energy sector. The indictment of Yevgeny Viktorovich Gladkik, a staffer at the Moscow-based Kremlin-linked Central Scientific Research Institute of Chemistry and Mechanics, typically abbreviated to Tsinikum, charges him and unnamed co-conspirators with developing the Triton malware and deploying it to sabotage Petro Rabich's so-called safety-instrumented systems, sabotaging equipment intended to automatically monitor for and respond to unsafe conditions. 
The hacking of those safety systems could have led to disastrous leaks or explosions, but instead triggered a fail-safe mechanism that twice shut down the Saudi plant's operations. Prosecutors also suggest that Gladkick and his collaborators appear to have tried to inflict a similar disruption on a specific but unnamed U.S. oil refining firm, but failed. Now we have confirmation from the government, says Joe Slowick, a researcher at security firm Gigamon, who analyzed the Triton malware when it first appeared and has tracked the hackers behind it for years. We have an entity that was playing around with a safety-instrumented system in a high-risk environment, and to try to do that, not just in Saudi Arabia, but in the United States, is concerning. The indictment alleges that in February 2018, just two months after the Triton malware deployed at Petro Rabih had been discovered by cybersecurity firms FireEye and Dragos, staffers at Sinikim began researching U.S. refineries, seeking out U.S. government research papers that could detail which U.S. refineries had the most capacity, the potential effects of fires or explosions at those facilities, and their vulnerability to nuclear attacks or other disasters. The next month, prosecutors say Gladkick began searching for job postings that might reveal which industrial control system software was used at a specific U.S. company that owned multiple refineries named in those government reports. From March until July of 2018, Gladkick allegedly targeted that company's network with attempted SQL injection attacks, a technique that exploits vulnerabilities in a web interface to try to gain access to underlying databases, as well as repeatedly scanning the company's systems for other vulnerabilities. None of those intrusion attempts ever succeeded, the indictment suggests. As limited as those details may be, the indictment against Gladkick represents the most concrete claims yet that the hackers behind Triton tried and failed to inflict disruption on U.S. systems. But it isn't the first time they've been revealed to be probing American systems. In 2019, cybersecurity firm Dragos found that the Triton hackers, which Dragos calls Xenotime, had scanned the networks of at least 20 different U.S. electric system targets, including every element of the U.S. grid from power generation plants, transmission stations, and distribution stations, though the company never released evidence of more than surface-level attempts at intrusion against those U.S. energy firms. The whole Xenotime operation is bigger than what the Justice Department dropped, says Sergio Caltagirone, a vice president of threat intelligence at Dragos. That's just a slice of what's been going on. Aside from the Gladkick indictment, the Justice Department's charges against three FSB hackers, Pavel Alexandrovich Akulov, Mikhail Mikhailovich Gavrilov, and Marat Valerievich Tyukov, puts names for the first time to a decade-long series of intrusions targeting power grids and other critical infrastructure worldwide. The indictment confirms the FSB association of that group, most commonly known as Berserk Bear, which has been tied to breaches of those infrastructure targets stretching back to 2012, with victims ranging from the Wolf Creek Nuclear Energy Facility to the San Francisco International Airport. Unlike the Triton hackers, however, the FSB-linked group has strangely never actually triggered disruptive effects in a confirmed case, even when it had fingers on the switch access to U.S. electric utilities. On top of the two indictments, the Department of Energy, FBI, and CISA released advisories to U.S. critical infrastructure firms, listing the techniques of both the Cinecom-based hackers responsible for Triton and the FSB-linked group, along with recommended countermeasures. 
The FBI warns in its advisory that the potential effects of attacks by the Triton hackers specifically could be similar to cyber attacks previously attributed to Russia that caused blackouts in Ukraine in 2015 and 2016, incidents that were, in fact, caused by a different hacker group known as Sandworm, working in the service of Russia's GRU military intelligence agency. Both advisories and the unsealing of indictments against the two groups follow vague but foreboding White House warnings earlier that Russia has engaged in predatory activity for cyber attacks on U.S. critical infrastructure. The intention, argues Gigamon Slowik, isn't merely to warn U.S. network defenders to bolster their defenses, but also to demonstrate to the Kremlin that the U.S. government has been able to track and identify the people responsible for its hacking activity, stretching back years. The message is that the U.S. government has good insight and visibility into Russian cyber operations, says Slowik. The message is, hey, we're tracking you, and tracking you quite thoroughly. Like what you learned? Subscribe everywhere you listen to podcasts and get more security news at wired.com security. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.